Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Okay. Welcome back to The Shift, everybody. Sorry that this is up late, but um, yeah, I guess I'll always try to aim for Tuesday, but if worse comes worse, it'll be up on Wednesdays. And also, sorry to the Patreon listeners, because this didn't come up early. This week was just crazy. I had to submit pitches for stuff. Um, Sometimes nothing comes from those, but I still had to write out everything. So fingers crossed, it actually does become something, but I'll keep you posted if it does. And if not, just had to spend the week writing and getting that stuff done um but yes so for the patreon listeners thank you so much as usual for your support i am trying to it's so weird when you're doing the solo episodes because i'm trying to look at the camera and yeah make sure that i'm actually not glaring over the side when i uh when i look at you guys and then yeah for the regular shift listeners if you want to look at the video of this it'll be on the patreon and then i put up um some stand-up clips and uh, there'll be an extra solo episode this week coming. And so for the Patreon listeners, uh, I already said that I would read that book. So for the regular listeners, it was kind of a funny story. A book got sent, like a comic book or a graphic novel, as some would say, got sent to my apartment for the previous owner. And I was just going to try and find him on uh, Facebook or somewhere and send it to him because I felt kind of, uh, you know, bad for him. I didn't want to miss out on his book, but my roommate ended up throwing it in the bin and then I pulled it out and then he was like oh my god that's so good that's so good that you're gonna send it to him and I was like no no not at all just I I always forget to like change my dress and stuff and I just would hope someone would do it for me but anyway because it was in the bin it was all like wet and gunky so it was actually like opened so I was like oh feck but when I pulled it out anyway it was a graphic porno um so I thought it'd be fun on the patreon to read it out it's like literally covered in like like a girl with like tentacles so I guess it's like tentacle porn which is like a new thing it was so weird as well sometimes you ever feel like you're not real when things like this happen because my friends had just told me about octopus porn and tentacle porn I'd never heard of that before in my life so and then this comic book arrives uh so yeah I said I'll do that um on the patreon and show the visuals of it with the camera new camera but haven't had a chance to do that yet so I'll probably do that Friday morning and um, before I go off to the wedding or if not I'll do it when I come back but my goal is to do a Friday morning because that'd be kind of fun and um, 
So, and then for future episodes, uh, Liz Glazer is going to come on and she got married to her wife in the pandemic. So uh, if you have any questions for her about getting married, etc., she also has a really funny bit about um, her friend washing her dildo in a real in a weird way so I thought that'd be fun to talk to her about that and then my roommate believes and he's been on the podcast before I want to get him on again because he believes you can be friends with your exes so if you have any fun or interesting stories about that please dm me or email me contact the shift at gmail.com or dm me on instagram so at baby at baby boil comic um and oh and then I've also asked Laura Hi would she come on as well and she does a lot of TikToks about being adopted and being oh no sorry about being a donor baby that was it so if you've any um any stories about that any donor stories or 23 and me stories or whatever um DM me or advice you want from any of those listeners so they'll oh and then Mick Thomas as well he said he's going to come on as well so he's an Irish guy living in New York and uh yeah so uh he has a podcast as well so I'll, I'll talk to him about that but um but so for this episode I thought it would be now again it's just solo I have to put it up tonight for you guys so you get it Wednesday morning over there in Ireland um I was looking up like the science of sex and there was this article came up and it said the science of sex what happens to our bodies when we're aroused um so it's by a woman sarah bosley god i hope i pronounced her name right um and this is from 2019 it's from the guardian but it was really interesting because it was like literally talking about how uh sex is the most talked about joked about in our culture so she she starts with that um and she says but like we really don't really talk about like the pleasure aspect um and so in it it was saying sex is good for our mental and physical health it lowers the heart rate and blood pressure it may boost the immune system to protect us against infections and it certainly lowers stress and the nhs even recommends it is in a tiny section of their website tucked away and it says weekly sex might help off illness which is like something i would have never known growing up actually to be honest with you um and so she says the consultant oh god lads i can't say this word Ob- I can say it in my head when I read it, but when I try to say it out loud, obstetrician. Ugh, this is all my friends' fault in school because anytime I would have to read it out loud, they would just like distract me and draw willies on my uh, on my book. So now I can't read it out loud as an adult. But obstetrician. <laughs> oh my god! Someone's going to DM me like literally as they're listening to this. Um, and gynecologist Dr. Leela Fordstrom thinks we should be better educated about it. She even. S- uh, she's even supporting a project to open a vagina museum. I should really look that up since this has been 2019. If they ever had, and apparently they have a penis museum in Iceland. I don't know. Let me click on that and see what that is. Penis museum. Oh Jesus! So yeah, it's like penis tables, penis art. I thought it was going to be like educational. <laughs> Maybe it is in some aspects, but anyway. Just like, like a lot of penises. So, I mean, I was a teacher for three weeks in a, in Ireland. Just part of my college studies or whatever. You had to go off and sub-teach. And I saw more penises in artwork in my life uh, in that in those three, work, three weeks. Just because of those young boys. Why is it young men love drawn penises? Jesus, they could all do 
they're out and Leland's looking at me. Go away, listen to your stuff. They could all do, um, put up their own museum themselves of all their penis art. Young men are obsessed with penis art. But anyway, um, so people who have difficulties with sex are more likely to present with other problems, says Frodsham. Jeez, I hope I'm pronouncing the name right. Uh, she would like to see more investment in sexual health as preventative medicine. That's really interesting. So there we go. We should be all having sex. Good for us. And it'll pr- and probably just because it's another form of activity, I'd imagine, and just a good stress reliever. And everything like nowadays, like we're just, I'm going to take a sip of my tea, but we're just constantly stressed. And I think that's, um, that's like we're just so overworked and stuff. And like with the p- pandemic, we finally took a break. But I think most people just jumped back into it um, between trying to, do their sports their full-time job the dream job on the side oh okay sorry so of course i'm trying to video this for the patreon and the memory ran out but anyway technical technical difficulty over jesus christ um really can't speak words but anyway so she says here when hooking up is working out Oh, well, what I was saying before was just basically that, of course, if we're stressed and trying to do everything like sex is a great, just like, firstly, you get pleasure. Secondly, you're getting your little workout in there. And so here it says when sex, when hooking up is a work is working out, sex can be good exercise, although rather depends on how energetically you go. A study in the Open Access Journal in 2013 found that healthy heterosexual couples wearing Fitbits burned about 85 calories during a moderately vigorous session so never mind that kind of defeats what I just said (laughs) Uh, 3.6 calories a minute I mean like still though it's 85 calories less than before you had sex um and the NHS says unless you're having 150 minutes of orgasms a week try cycling brisk walking or dancing 150 minutes you could do that right no, Leland just looked at me, so that's no. Um, <laughs> um, t- uh, tales of men having heart attacks or expiring on the job are exaggerated. Well, I figured as much. I though saw a news story once of a woman having a bloody stroke during an orgasm. And I know I shouldn't be spreading this propaganda, but like sometimes it'll pop into my head and I'll be like, God, this feels intense. I hope I'm not about to have a stroke. God. Um, but I'm sure that was like she probably had like an underlying condition or something jesus i should really find that article now before i'm spreading gossip and um, we're all fine we're not gonna have a stroke keep having orgasms it's good for you but um it says a study in british medical journal of 918 men in wales in 97 this is a while ago found that sex helped protect men's health Men who admittedly from their own report had more frequent orgasms had half the risk of dying over 10 years of the study compared to those who had the least orgasms. This is like the saddest study ever because you're just like, it means that half the men had to die for them to find this. The So no wonder it was back in 97, I guess, because they needed the 10 years to actually find out who died or not. I wonder how they actually, well, I'm sure they're not just like... Well, I was going to say something totally ridiculous there and be like, this one guy walks out in front of a bus and they're like, well, he also did an orgasm a lot that year. So, <laughs> But um, as a general rule, if you were able to walk up two flights of stairs without chest pain, you were probably safe to have sex, experts say. I don't know, Leland has four flights of stairs and I'm out of breath, dead after it. 
but uh, I also need to work out and get fitter. It's so hard though. Like I don't even like I do comedy every night and I do this and I do well I guess I do do a lot but like it's so hard to find in time just to exercise. Um god. Yeah. I I've, it's just yeah. It's really hard to do everything. Um the key to many of the health benefits of sex is the love hormone oxytocin is that how you pronounce it also called also called the cuddle hormone that's for they call it that for people like me who don't know how to pronounce words like oxytocin <laughs> it can even be released when you're petting your dog um the same i love how they say dog well sound obviously the person who wrote this is a dog person i prefer cats and don't attack me on it but i get a lot of oxycotton when i'm petting cats uh the same hormone causes contradiction Okay, we don't need to know about this. It's all about childbirth and saying now. Oh, oh, it also says keeping up physical activity affects libido, she says. Oh, fuck's sake, see, so i got to go exercise. I hate exercising. But um, I'm just going to go join a sport or something at some point. But I've been saying that for literally three years and haven't done it yet. Uh, started yoga, though, in my living room. So and I feel like that does... I said to Leland, I felt like it was very sexual. And he was like, all right, not for me. But I don't know, you're just like stretching some bits. And then I feel like your vagina stretch a bit. And I'm like, oh, oh hello, it's awake. <laughs> um, and it just makes you feel more flexible or something. Mm. And she says, but we do see people who kind of get into a sexual rush and it sort of disappears. So your libido. Uh, I often encourage people to schedule sex. A lot of couples feel that is not natural and it's forcing things. But sometimes you need to get them to become habitual so they can become spontaneous. Um, Which I agree with too. I feel like if you don't schedule it, you could go a while without having it. And you have to schedule it. And then when you have the spontaneous sex, it's like, oh, yay. But you have to keep it going like a routine because you can like if you're not prioritizing it it could be easy to be just too tired and exhausted and not having sex with your partner and then um and the days go by so fast oh my god too fast so yeah I think it needs to be scheduled in and then whatever is spontaneous after that if you're just like out in the woods I don't know we decide to have sex outside which did I say this up top I know I do want to do my podcast on when or my episode on in relation to sex what is a crime I do think having sex might outside might be a crime but still um it's fun so not that me and Leland ever do that um a couple a lot of couples feel oh yeah I already read that so sex helps with sleep and allows the brain to switch off oh I should be having more sex then if that's the case I have to like really struggle with sleep so I I listen to ASMR and Leland, I, I, if he stays over, I have to use headphones because it, it drives him absolutely insane. It like hurts his ears and I love it. It really helps me sleeping. Um, and if you guys don't know it, it's like where they're like talking like this or like tapping or like pretending to brush your hair. I love that. And just or like if they're like doing a scenario where you're at the hairdressers and you're in your hair zone or something like that. And it just feels really relaxing. Like even I don't like get my going to the dentist or going to the doctor, but when you're there, it is very relaxing because someone's just take it's just someone taking care of you, and they're they talking like a nice tone and they're like touching you, so they kind of do things like that. But it is funny because you'll be going to sleep and then they'll just be like, and so relax and subscribe, click subscribe. Remember to sub- subscribe to my YouTube, and then they just keep talking, and then you're like, oh, all right. <laughs> um, but anyway, so back to this article. 
Uh, oh, also, some people for ASMR, they find it very sexual, like my roommate was saying, and he won't mind me saying this. I don't think he will, anyway, because I'm pretty sure he would come on to this and say it himself, but uh, he found it very sexual. I was playing one loud, and he was like, hey, turn that shit off. Jesus, it's inappropriate. <laughs> and the girl was just talking in a, in like a hushed tone, but there you go. Um, If you are having sex... You should be getting into a zone where your brain is not in overdrive. Um, it's like mindfulness. I don't think there are many people who can actually give themselves time to relax anymore. Which is so true. I feel so guilty when I relax. But then I see in this... Inst- I love my Instagram explore. It's just full of motivational quotes and like free therapy. But it said uh, creative people need to relax to actually create. And it's so true because when I'm trying to force it, I can't... But like, so if I put the laptop and then I go off for half an hour and watch like, I don't know, an episode of the IT crowd and then I come back to write, I'll think of stuff. But if I'm just sitting there, so I have to constantly take breaks or move around or go for a walk or in the shower, I'll take, ting, I'll think of most of my material just when I've like switched off my brain. So uh, what I'll do is like put all the research there, look at it and then walk away from it and go off and just like sit down for a bit. Even just sitting down, like with a cup of tea, and just staring into space—that's when I think of some of my, some of my stuff, um, my ideas. So yeah, let yourself relax. Don't feel guilty, especially the Irish listeners. We feel guilty if we're not moving hundred percent of the time because I feel like a lot of us have it just in us from like Irish Catholic guilt. Uh, like working hard becomes a part of our identity, and any immigrants listening to this—that's the same thing. Working hard, so everybody just relax. And take a break. Have a cup of tea. Go put on the cowl right now. Um, Professor Kay Wellings uh, at this London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine. The fuck is tropical medicine? Picturing a martini glass with like a pineapple slice and little tablets in it. <laughs> Blames their busy life for a decline in sexual activity in Britain. Uh, so I don't know what the stats are in America or Ireland, but anyway, in Britain. Um, her large recent study of 34,000 men and women in the British Medical Journal suggests we are having less sex than we were a decade or more ago. Half of the women and two-thirds of the men told researchers that they would prefer to have more sex. Um, Welling says the digital age is partly to blame. We are bombarded with stimuli. I can see the boundary between the public world and private life is getting weaker. You get home and continue working or continue shopping. Everything except for good old-fashioned talking. You don't feel close when you are on the phone. So yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, I do feel like sometimes I have to like put my phone away. I'll put it on loud so I won't miss a message. Cause I'm always afraid I'm going like, to miss an important message if it's something to do with like comedy work or whatever. But I'll just put it away. So put it on loud and if I'll hear it if it calls or if there's not. Or even like if I wouldn't want to miss a phone call from home. I have to put it under a pillow and I have to put it out of my eyesight because if not, I'll be staring. I'll pick it up every five minutes and keep checking fucking Instagram and just watching cat videos. So I'm afraid. So when I'm 80, I'm like, look back and be like, wow, I really spent a good chunk of my life watching cat videos. But also the other side is I can't let yourself feel guilty either for just like using it as a form to zone out because sometimes we're so busy running around. Just have to make sure it's not too much because that is true about the stimuli, stimuli need to be able to just go out go for a walk separate yourself from the phone uh meet up with a friend like physically meet up with them i always try to do like coffee times and meet up with friends chat with them and even if it's like 
you want to talk about them about something creative or product project or whatever at least you're getting in that like real face-to-face time because it can be really lonesome like i do be watching as well i do be watching some of these asmr girls right and they're on every single night and it helps me fall asleep but they're on there five hours six hours a night and they're all talking about like oh i love you all and you're so nice you know it's so great to have the support and all and one of them she was like yeah i was so lonely before this i just felt a bit sad for her because i was like well she's doing this every night does she ever have time to go out to her friends or anyway this is me completely just projecting on her like maybe she does lots during the day and sees her friends but i'd say it's easy to get caught up in like the lives or the tiktoks and think it's like real connections when you know your followers online or the people you talk to online the real connections are the people you meet up in in real life and even if there's only two or three close people it's like really important to make that effort anyway and to go have sex according to this article um so the sexual response step by step the best explanation of what actually um happens during sex is still credited to two scientists who started work in 1957 William Masters and Virginia Johnson although later researchers have criticized parts of the work um, Masters and Johnson worked in Washington blah, blah 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 Masters convinced Johnson to have sex with him in the interest of research while he was married to someone else well typical bastard oh yeah let's just fuck it's just for the research just for the research um if that's the case, he should be stopping before he gets pleasure. But anyway, he eventually divorced and they married in 90, in 1971, splitting 20 years later. So they obviously did a lot of work while they were together via sex. And they had a starting institute and it says here they carried out the research and trained therapists. Um, and in a book called Human Sexual Response, published in 1966, they described a four-stage cycle in heterosexual sex. <laughs> So sorry, now this is all heterosexual, but anyway. First is the excitement or arousal phase. Well, I mean, this could be, this doesn't have to be heterosexual either, right? Well, anyway, first is the excitement or arousal phase in response to kissing, petting, or watching erotic movies. Yeah, I mean, this is for everybody. But anyway, Katie, stay on point. A small study by Roy Levin in 2006 found almost 82% of women um, were aroused when their nipples were being fondled and 52 of men... I've had no man I've ever been with like have a, when I touch the nip anything with their nipples. Leland just gave me a side eye. He's meant to be listening to something on his laptop, but clearly he's not. And clearly he's listening to me, which is absolutely mortifying. Get back to your. Put that on louder. <laughs> Do you like when your nipples are? I already know you don't. Oh really? He just did a half and half. Now he's doing a no face. Make up your mind, long. <laughs> Uh, half to three quarters of m- women get a sex flush. Okay, and then it's just, yeah, I do that. I get it so flush so bad that one time. Keep it loud for this part, Leland. That one time, um, a guy had a, like a panic and was like, oh my God, do you have a big rash? Is, is everything okay? And I was like, yeah, it's just, uh, just I just get flushed. Um, and then they're talking about men getting erections and they can get them quickly and they, and they can lose them and women's sex organs swell. The qu- the clitoris, the labia minora. I love the name minora. It sounds like a fancy hat. Um, or or labia minora. It sounds like a fancy woman who has a fancy hat. <laughs> and that sounds like a children's poem. And the vagina, all enlarged. 
Uh, the muscles around the opening of the vagina grow tighter and the uterus expands. Lubricating fluid is produced. And you know what? Sometimes it's not. And that's okay for people where it's not. You can just use lube. Uh, the breasts also swell and nipples get hard. Masters and Johnson. This sounds like like a cheap version of Johnson and Johnson. Masters and Johnson say there is then a plateau phase, which in women is mostly more the same in men muscles that control urine contract to prevent any mixing with semen and those at the at the base of the penis begin contracting they may start to secrete some pre sperm that's not the word they use but i don't know how to I say the word they use but it's pre-sperm is what they are implying the third stage is orgasm in which the pelvic muscles contract and there is an ejection women also have uterine and vaginal contractions I wonder if your uterine is like when you squirt. I should look up that after this, but anyway. The sensation is the same whether brought or about by clitoral stimulation or penetration. They say about third, oh, Fordstrom says about third of the women easily have orgasms from penetration of stake, sex. Um, a third sometimes do and a third never do. Um, and it says, I have never seen anything that could be a G-spot, but the clitoris is much larger and than some people assume. The vagina clitoris surrounds the vagina, the protuberance, God, which is like, I guess, like the little, the little part that sticks out, the little triangle thing, is only 5% of the clitoris. Women can quickly orgasm uh, again, women can quickly orgasm again if stimulated, but men cannot. Last is the resolution phase. When everything returns to normal, muscles relax and blood pressure drops. But, says Cynthia Graham, a professor, professor in sexual and reproductive health at the University of Southampton. <laughs> too many layers for me. We still don't understand everything about what happens, even though research has been going on since Masters and Johnson's early lab studies. This is hard, I'm sure. But there just needs to be more. Like That's the thing, even with women's bodies. I think, if I'm right, they decided to like study it kind of later um i remember reading somewhere that they thought like if you give a woman an orgasm back like 100 years ago when she was having a baby or if you if you tickled her with a feather and give her an orgasm it like stopped hysteria and stuff like this for like sad women madness but um uh that's interesting as well about women because I've had girlfriends say they could only orgasm once and me, I could go again till the cows come home. Like, I maybe that's why that time I thought I was going to have a stroke actually because I just keep, I can just keep going, which sometimes I'm like, okay, I need to stop now. But for me, it gets better and better and better each orgasm. And yeah, I've never been with a man who can go again straight afterwards and orgasm. Like, you know, it has to be like the whole process again. It's just very interesting. And then take the female orgasm. Oh, also as well, though, with me, I'm just making up for all the orgasms I wasn't having before. So when men are like, oh, it's not fair. I'm like, yeah, but most of us don't really orgasm till later in life. So we're just playing catch up. Um, take the female orgasm, for for instance. Women report so many different sensations. Some women describe orgasm in a much more focal way. Some describe it in a diffuse way. For instance, a tingling down their legs. Some women describe losing consciousness. It is strange because for me, like that feeling before I do is the same feeling as like regret. Like when I'm in trouble, when my stomach stinks, sinks. Um, I don't know why I'm finding it hard to even say normal words, but when my stomach sinks 
um it's the same feeling but then when i orgasm it feels like amazing it's like a relief it's like a like an explosion or whatever um and some can be really small some can be bigger but so when i was in orgasm and before it just felt like kind of sad and kind of like like that sad feeling without the relief and then you're like oh and then linked with any shame or guilt you're like am i feeling this because i shouldn't be having a one-night stand or whatever so it was awful anyway and then there is the male erection a healthy man may have three to five erections a night each lasting around a half an hour and the one many wake up with is the last of the series so that's she's just talking about how that happens in REM and then that some erections are just not sexual they're just out of control and then there is an assumption that sexual desire and libido are strongest in the young and the fade out age but then it just goes on the article and I remember this part because I was reading this on the train but saying that the there's lots of studies to show that older people want and have lots of sex well sure we've all heard of sex in nursing homes so I'm sure I believe you know I believe it and then he was saying that sex is hard, hard for women going through menopause but there's all these creams you can get to help you get lubricated and then um, hormones you can take to kind of fix with the dro- with the drop of the estrogen and stuff like that so um and said they're all safe and effective um and then it also said even though like there is studies that lots of older people have sex or want sex then there should but not to also put pressure um on people who don't want to have sex but yeah however biology we may have been at birth the one thing that is certain is that sexual desire and preference as well as means of achieving satisfaction differ from one person to the next um she says fraudsham says uh things enhanced understanding could boost our mental and physical health and she believes if we it needs to start early many schools present sex as something that is going to cause stds and pregnancies she says they're missing something important she adds that they don't talk about the very natural reason to have sex which is pleasure so i've we've said that a million times on this podcast that there needs to be better sex education just talking about pleasure and that is like interesting too because earlier i said that you know my roommate finds asmr kind of like sexual whereas i find it relaxing and that that's the thing too like or even apparently our old uh tenant in our apartment obviously found tentacle porn um arousing because he ordered a magazine and it was like it had like a london that was the reason why i was going to send it to him because it had like a london stamp i thought it was a friend but then my roommate explained he probably just ordered it off like etsy or something and just forgot to change his address and i was like oh right that didn't occur to me but anyway he went out of his way to order porn cartoon porn from london so like everybody's preferences are so different and then like all the different porns and or even just like liking it rough or massage sex or whatever or what you fantasize about and each person is so different so yeah and then and that's the thing too like i'm not into technical porn but i would have never even known that that was a thing you know maybe one of you listening are gonna look it up and be like wow i'm into tentacle porn and if you are good for you well you know now let's look up the other thing i wanted to talk about so that's that article done so just back to the stroke people 
uh, the, the woman who had the stroke, she had I checked it. She had high blood pressure. So just keep your blood pressure low. Okay, just I think the whole thing with this article and me there spreading gossip earlier that apparently isn't gossip because I just Googled it. Um, but yeah, it's to stay healthy. I'm telling you, I'm going to go out and go for a run tomorrow. I hate running, but like, I mean, I have to do something. Um, but yeah, so basically just be healthy and I think we'll end it there we'll just keep it short this week and like I said with all those other guests let me know also send me in some advice Spring is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles Meet the Superlight Collection the lightest ever shoes from Albert's now in fresh colours These must have travel shoes have a lighter than air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever that means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's a l l b i r d s.com code SUPER24. Advice, send me in um, any questions you have, uh, any guest suggestions. And with the guests I already just told you about at the start, let me know if there's any topics you'd like us to cover. Um, so I have a few planned out for the future. But other than that, have a great week. Go sign up to the Patreon if you want to see some stand up. Oh, also, if you, wherever you are, will you please go on to my website? So www.katieboylecomic.com. And leave your email address and where you are if you would go to a show because I want to plan like leaving New York City more and I'll you know um and I'll be in Ireland at some point and I'll be good to I'm I've already started doing a spread it uh, a spreadsheet via my um Instagram and TikTok and just trying to pinpoint where everybody are is and being able to send them links to shows when I go to that certain place so again please go do that and podcast related please dm me your um guests and advice we love i'd love some advice actually that would be a lot of that'd be great to get with some guests um and yeah um what did that i love you all and please go rate review all that stuff and yeah we'll just keep this short and sweet this week and i'll talk to you next week bye